close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, thanks for joining me here on the podcast today. I'm Ivory Lanou, and today's topic is the seat of the soul, the pineal gland. Before I jump into that topic, hello to my listeners in Santo Domingo Estes in the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic, I'm so glad to have you here. I've been watching you, watching me. <laughs> thanks for supporting the show. Let's jump into this. I have a lot to tell you about this, and it's a topic I've never covered before. So uh, for those who don't know, the pineal gland is a pea-sized gland shaped like a little pine cone located deep in the brain in an area called the epithalamus where the two halves of the brain join. So right in here. In humans, it's situated right in the middle of the brain and it sits in this groove just above the thalamus, which is an area that coordinates a variety of functions related to our senses. Scientifically, it's part of your endocrine system, and it secretes the hormone melatonin that people take to sleep at night. The third eye chakra, which is also associated with the uh, pineal gland, is believed to be related to clarity, concentration, imagination, intuition, spiritual perception, and universal connection. It is a revered tool of seers and mystics and considered to be the organ a supreme universal connection. Sounds pretty important, doesn't it? The pineal gland was commonly called the third eye for many reasons, including its location deep in the center of the brain and its connection to light via the circadian rhythm and the melatonin secretion. I want to talk about the spiritual connection of the pineal gland. According to our ancestors and the wisdom tradition teachings, it is the key to higher states of consciousness. And I know a lot of you who follow my show are interested in experiencing that or experiencing more of that. Many spiritual traditions believe that it serves as a connection between the physical and spiritual worlds. In ancient Egypt, the pineal gland was known as the seat of the spirit or of the soul. They used the third eye as a route to higher awareness and consciousness. The Buddhist related it to spiritual awakening. That's why you say opening your third eye. The Hindus connect it to the third eye, which represents intuition and clairvoyance. Jesus said that the eye is the lamp of the body. And if the eye is clear, your body will be filled with light. Well, this relates to the eye of intuition, the pineal gland, and seeing things clearly and in truth. 
In the book of Revelation, those with the sign of the beast on their foreheads symbolize the closed down pineal gland, meaning spiritual death. There are some legitimate scientific reasons for the ancients viewing the pineal gland in this way, and scientists are now making discoveries which support the miracles of this gland. During ecstatic states, people report seeing light and colors. Research shows that the gland has photoreceptors in and is lined with similar tissues as is the retina of the eye. It also has the same wiring to the visual cortex in the brain as the eyes do. There are tiny floating crystals in the pineal gland that vibrate when under pressure and give off light. And this is called piezoluminescence and is well-documented in research papers. It's, it's really a rather magical gland when you look into it. In the book, Man and Evolution, it's written that whenever we have a hunch, the pineal gland is vibrating gently. When we have an intuition or an inspiration or a sudden flash of intuitive understanding, it vibrates more strongly. There are many environmental stresses that affect the pineal function, such as irregular light, dark rhythms, EMF, sound, nutritional imbalance, buildup of fluoride, high altitude, and daily stress. In 2006, the National Research Council published their findings stating that fluoride is likely to cause decreased melatonin production and to have other effects on normal pineal function, which in turn could contribute to a variety of effects in humans. So let's talk about ways that you can boost the function of your pineal gland. Number one, purify. You can eat clean organic food that has purifying properties. Some of them are raw cacao, organic honey, spirulina, zeolite, apple cider vinegar, and vitamin D. There's more, and I'll talk about that later. You may not be familiar with zeolite, but powdered zeolite can be mixed into a glass of water or juice. Capsules are a convenient option for those who prefer not to taste the zeolite, and it's spelled Z-E-O-L-I-T-E. I'm not recommending it. I'm just making you aware of it. So liquid suspensions are often absorbed better into the body. Number two, meditate. Boy, that comes up again and again, doesn't it? By bringing your awareness to the pineal gland, you'll bring energy to it. So when you sit down to meditate, try visualizing an illuminated pineal gland. See that little pine cone-shaped gland. The pineal gland is just 20 centimeters in from the root of the nose, going back towards the back of the head and five centimeters up, right? It's your third eye. So exactly where your third eye is in the center of your head. Number three, sound. The pineal gland responds really powerfully to sound, to vibration. Humming like a bumblebee creates a beautiful calming vibration to your nervous system and stimulates the pineal gland. And all you need to do is close your eyes, inhale, and exhale humming like a bumblebee for 21 breaths. You'll feel calm and your mind will feel refreshed. Even more powerful is to use specific sound healing. Now, this is something I've been doing since very early in my training, my spirituality training with my first teacher, Belinda Howe. She was a singer. She knew I was a singer. She's like, you're a natural for sound healing. So it is the first form of healing that I learned. 
And there's this book you can look for. It's called Sacred Sounds. I've had this for a long time by Ted Andrews. And it breaks it down by the chakra, what sound, the vowel sound to make, the note, the pitch you need to sing it in. And it it tells you like the physical aspects and the body it's connected to, the metaphysical aspects and emotional mental attitudes that are seen if that is out of balance. So we're going to start with, uh, let me go back here. I think the skipped, skipped one on me, skipped one on me when I wasn't looking. So what I want is the brow chakra. Here it is. Third eye. I'm finding it here. I had it and it closed on me while I was talking to you. So I'm going to find the, the third eye chakra, which is lurking about in this book here. Bear with me. It's worth the wait. We're going to go in here. <laughs> I hate it when my book closes like this. I had it all ready to go. I was just working on this yesterday for somebody. Okay. All right. I think we're ready here. So I'm going to do a couple of things for you. I'm going to do some sounds that I think uh, will help you specifically with this particular gland. So this is specifically for the third eye chakra, which is going to stimulate your pineal gland. Sorry for the delay on that. Uh, you sing the tone A above middle C. Uh, I do a lot of acapella singing, so I have this little pitch pipe I use. So I'm going to use that because it's very important that you sing it on the exact pitch. Now, when I do this, I'm going to be singing it on a long E vowel sound. I want you to just close your eyes and focus on your third eye as I do this. If you're tuning in right at this moment, bear with me here. This is just a healing technique. You can do this yourself. So it's on the tone of A above middle C and in a long E vowel sound. Here we go. Close your eyes and focus on your third eye. When you do this yourself, you run out of breath, you take a quick breath, and you go right back into it. And you need to do that for a couple of minutes. It's not the most pleasant thing to listen to, and I know that. That's why I gave you the warning. But it is effective. And so you do it until you can feel the vibration right there in your third eye and the brow. Um, and the pineal gland will be vibrating as you do this. And the longer you do it, it's kind of nice to find a partner who can do this with you and sit about three feet from one another and take turns doing it for each other. Because if you can just receive it, it's a lot easier to do than you singing it. But I, I do it for myself regularly for different purposes. Um, just now you know what that's like. So um, when, when you do this for yourself again, just remember, keep going for a couple of minutes. And there's some other musical sounds that the pineal gland responds well to if you don't want to do the singing. And that is you can play or listen to harp music, organ music, piano music, wind chimes, and high-pitched string instruments. And that would be like a mandolin, a violin. 
even a ukulele. You can play them or simply listen to the music played on one or more of these instruments. And the vibration of those specific instruments will be stimulating your pineal gland and vibrating it deep inside your head and also stimulating your third eye. It's it's the same thing at the same time. So another way you can do this is listen to your intuition. That's really important in life in general. Experiment with listening to your intuition more and having the courage to follow the messages that you receive. I'm sure you've had the experience of going against your intuition and then looking back and wishing you to have the courage to listen to that gut instinct. And then it's too late, right? So go ahead and just follow through and see what happens. It's only through the courage of following the guidance you get through your intuition that you come to trust it. Uh, These are some other ways that you can open and harmonize all your other chakras prior to opening the third eye. And this is supposed to establish the grounding and capacity necessary to handle the insights of higher consciousness. You need to be prepared for that. Otherwise, there's some that believe that opening the third eye could actually be destabilizing. So if you feel ready to open your third eye chakra, you can try the following methods. Supplement your diet. Apply essential oils right on your third eye. Just don't get it in your eye. Try sun gazing. And we're going to talk about all of this. Practice meditation and chanting. Use crystals. Activate that third eye chakra any way you can. I have on on my YouTube channel, which is Ivory Lanou, my name, I have several guided meditations I've created with really beautiful video. All of them are under 10 minutes. And there's one that's to open and clear all the chakras in your body. And that will help your third eye as well. It'll open all your chakras. So it's best to start this process sort of with an activation practice. And you can start by sending gratitude straight to your third eye, to your pineal gland, for your innate intuitive abilities that you were born with and that connection to nature you have through the circadian rhythms that the pineal gland governs. So I want to start going diving in a little deeper into how dietary assistance can help you stimulate your pineal gland. So here are several foods. I did mention some earlier. I'm going to tell you the whole list again. These can support and detoxify the third eye, the pineal gland as well. Raw cacao, so not sweetened chocolate, raw cacao. I, I actually love, there's these little cacao nibs that are hard little bits that are unsweetened that I love in my yogurt. I, I mix it into recipes sometimes. They're, it's really good and it's so good for you. Goji berries, garlic, lemon, watermelon, star anise, which is licorice flavored, honey, coconut oil, hemp seeds, cilantro, thank goodness, one of my favorites, ginseng, and vitamin D3. So those are all things that help the pineal gland and your third eye all at the same time. You can also apply essential oil. So I want to dive into that a little more, give you a little bit more detail about that. The FDA doesn't monitor or regulate the purity or quality of essential oils. So it's important to talk to somebody who's really knowledgeable. Here in in the Sedona area, we've got a a wonderful company that makes their own oils and teaches classes in oil mixing. I mean, there might be something like that near you that you can contact and say, hey, what is a really good high quality essential oil brand? 
but then you need to do a patch test on your skin before you test a new one and smell it, you know, see if you're allergic to it. I, I actually have some allergies to some essential oils. So they can be dynamic tools for healing and opening your pineal gland. And they facilitate states of spiritual awareness. So you're probably wondering like, well, there's a lot of essential oils out there, ivory, which ones is it? So here are some that you can try to use to open and clear that third eye chakra. Jasmine, lemon, and sandalwood. So here's some steps you can take to make an essential oil blend for your third eye chakra. Gather one or several of the oils above, as well as a carrier oil. I use jojoba oil to make my essential oil blends. You can use what you like. Because essential oils come in very strong concentrations for use in aromatherapy, always combine them with a carrier oil rather than using them directly on your skin. Uh, I usually, for a tiny little bottle, put one drop of oil in it, and it's still strong. Never ingest essential oils. Mix the essential oils with the carrier oil. For every six drops of essential oil, use one teaspoon of the carrier oil. And you apply that mixture directly to your third eye chakra. And again, be very careful. You don't get them in your eye. And you chant um, um, um. As you apply the oil, it can enhance the effect. Remember, humming really stimulates that pineal gland. So the next technique, I mentioned it briefly, was sun gazing. Again, you need to be careful with this as well. Sun gazing is a form of meditation that involves gazing at the sun, typically at sunrise and sunset. So this is said to improve spiritual connection, increase clarity, and boost energy. Some believe it can also help to open the third eye so you can give it a try. You gaze gently at the sun during the first few minutes of sunrise and the last few minutes of sunset to boost your pineal gland. If you choose to try sun gazing, be sure to follow proper safety precautions. Otherwise, you could damage your eye looking directly into the sun when it's really bright. Next, meditation and chant. Meditation itself activates the pineal gland through vibration and your intention. And you always set an intention before you do meditation. So you visualize the decalcification of the pineal gland. You can, again, see that little small pine cone-shaped gland and see it having calcification shedding off in little bits, however you want to visualize it. You may also want to add chanting to your meditation. It doesn't really matter what sound you chant, just that helps you get into the meditative state. Chanting is known to cause the tetrahedron bone in the nose to resonate, which causes stimulation of the pineal gland. Chanting mantras can help to cultivate a feeling of appreciation and gratitude. You can also use crystals, and I'm sure a lot of you are into them. I just know my crowd. Crystals are believed by some to have healing energies. They can also be beneficial when it comes to opening your third eye. Use crystals and gemstones that are in the purple, indigo, and violet color palette. This color palette serves to awaken, balance, align, and it's nurturing for your third eye. So the following crystals are recommended for third eye activation and pineal gland stimulation. Amethyst, no surprise, purple sapphire, purple violet tourmaline, rhodonite, and sodalite. 
You can place the crystal or gemstone between and slightly above your brow during meditation, right there, or use a crystal grid if you're if you're into that. How long, you might be asking, how long does it take to open your third eye to get that pineal gland stimulated and working well? There is no specific rule, just like everything. It's so individualized. Some people believe it can take a few days, others a week, others a month, or much longer. And others say it takes years or even a lifetime of practice, but it can only help you to start doing this, introduce it into your spiritual practice on a regular basis so that it's regularly getting exercised. Opening your third eye is a practice that you should devote time to regularly. Try spending 10 minutes each day consciously activating your third eye, your pineal gland, through these methods we talked about. Meditation, chanting, it can be prayer, dance, yoga, essential oils, and flower essence use. I love flower essences as well. However, it's important not to rush or try to force anything that just it just never works. You can't make something happen before it's meant to. So everything in divine time. Focus on enjoying the practice and doing what feels right for you rather than trying to keep to any sort of timeline. Um, I'm going to continue this topic over on Patreon. I have some other things I want to talk about, like some metaphysical aspects of your pineal gland and how to recognize dysfunction, symptoms of dysfunction. Uh, you can you can access this for free for a while over on Patreon um, and check it out, see if it's for you, see if you find my page helpful. It's under my name. It's actually not under my name, it's under the show name, The Angel Room. It should be easy. Same name as the podcast. And I want to let you know that Next Sunday, the topic is waking premonitions. You've heard of people having dreams that come true, premonition dreams. Well, we're going to be talking about these premonitions that occur in a fully waking state, what those are like, how they differ, what those are about, how to encourage them, how to stop them, perhaps if you're having them. Some people don't want them. Sometimes I don't want mine, and I understand that. But that's going to be a fun topic. Another one we've never talked about before. So thank you for those wonderful fans who are sending in great suggestions for show topics. I love it. Um, I I think it just keeps the show so fresh, and I want to make sure that the topics I'm covering are topics you're interested in. In the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe and like, and I'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Arizona time for another enlightening episode.